Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, guys. The Discount Property Investors here, Mike Slane and David Dye, your host. And we have a special guest again with us today, one of our favorite guests, Mr. Matt Camp. Matt, how are you? Great, man. Doing great. Yeah, thanks again for having me. It's uh, you know a little dreary here in St. Louis, but um, and you know we're, we're making it work. Excited for the new year to come in. Yeah, it got cold on us, didn't it? It's cold. Today, yeah, yesterday. just just brutal. Oh, it caught up to us. Yeah. Yeah, winter. It was it was definitely more fall, 50, 60 degrees, and then yeah. just overnight before the holidays, winter kicked in. So yeah. here we they are. Care, though They're, they'll be cold. They they'll run around outside and do not care whatsoever. So uh, <laughs> we're making it work. That's true. That's true. Little monsters do not care at all. <laughs> Ours is running around barefoot in the kitchen, you know, on the tile. She's like, your feet cold? No. You pick her up and her feet are frozen. Frozen. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, man, the holidays uh, came and went and uh, we're looking at New Year's holiday coming and it'll go before we know it. So today we wanted to chat a little bit, I think about uh, kind of our predictions or where we see the market headed. Uh, the market being the real estate market, uh, both nationally and I would say more locally, uh, because I think that's what everybody says, is that real estate is always local, right? You have to kind of know your local stuff and dig into your local stuff uh, to really get a foothold in your market. So yeah, we can talk about the national trends and then kind of go into what we see here locally, because I think that's what's most pertinent to you, is to really dig into your local market and figure out uh, where you see it going. So, Dave, uh, we are lucky to be in the Midwest. Matt, you join us here in St. Louis, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, so we are in a linear market, and that's something that I love about the Midwest uh, because we're not recession-proof, but when, uh, when you hear about the real estate market, sky is falling and it's crashing, uh, normally that are, they're talking about the coast. They're normally talking about California and New York, and they get to see these really, really fun skyrocketing prices, uh, and they get to have some very terrible crashes as well. Yeah. So we are true. lucky that we somewhat are insulated from that in uh, St. Louis, a Midwestern market. Uh, we go up, and we generally go up. Uh, we just don't go up as fast, and we do crash, uh, but we crash pretty slow. It's more of a, uh, a fender bender than uh, totaling out the car like mm. like Dave likes to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, so if you didn't know, Dave was in a little car, little, uh, car accident. He got uh, taken out, uh, was unable to uh, unable to, to recover. And it was almost a month ago. It just, yeah. It was on the seventh. Finally got his new vehicle mm. in, though. So he's yeah he's able to do some more driving for dollars, which I know Matt is happy to hear. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, there was and the other two people are arguing about whose fault it was. Oh, geez. And so now the insurance company is like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're going to pay you. Obviously, you're not at fault, but uh, we got to figure out who's to blame here. And yeah. like, How long is that going to take? And they're like, it could it could take some couple months. Jeez. It's crazy. I have two car payments for another couple months. Probably. Oh, you got to pay them both of them? Yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're paying off the other one, right? That's so, crazy. Oh, well, it could be worse. I yeah. have no insurance, right? So. Exactly. 
exactly. So real estate, back to real estate, our main topic. <laughs> uh, I think the market is going to keep just uh, inventory is going to keep flying off the shelves. I don't see any slowdown. Uh, we've seen a lot of um, kind of the indicators. They're saying that there's more new construction starts than we've seen since uh, 2006. There are less properties available. And a lot of these things are pointing back to Towards 2006, this is prior to you know the 2008 crash that we had experienced. So a lot of new construction. Uh, we're seeing very little inventory. Uh, what else are we seeing? Uh, things along those lines that just uh, oh lowest interest rates uh, that we've had, and there's no indication they're going to go up anytime soon, or at least not in the next year or so. Um, values are up. Yeah, and values are going up for again part, part of that reason as well. That offer we got last night on gas. I forward you guys that email. Yeah. Yeah, I just declined it. Mm -hmm. But all around, prices are up. Yes, sir. Yeah, so Dave, what do you think is going to happen, man? I, I think we're going to keep seeing uh, rising prices, low inventory, and it's just going to be another year of, uh, for investors anyways, it's going to be difficult to find a true discount on, the, on real estate just because I feel like properties are going to keep climbing and more and more sellers are going to be aware of that. Yeah, now I think we're always going to be able to find a discount However, I agree with you at the same time, right? I think it's going to be harder to find those discounts. Mm -hmm. uh, the inventory is low already, so I think that just based on that alone, it's going to it's going to make it more difficult for us investors. To I get mean, it. I know, yeah, inventory wise, from a national perspective, it's the lowest it's ever been. So, yeah, I uh, I definitely agree with you on that one. Wow, is it really the lowest it's mm -hmm. ever been? Wow. That's crazy. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and I, I think like especially too like being in the Midwest, I think that that's a great point, Mike. When you bring it up, is like you, uh, you know, obviously you guys have listeners all over the place, but if you're you know here in town or or you know nearby, I know uh, you know the the highs aren't as high, the lows aren't as low, so it's it's one of those things where like yeah, you want to be obviously cognizant of everything going on and really understand the the overall national trends, but then know that it's going to take a little while to get to us and that the effects, you know, we're a ripple, you know, ripple effect. We're on the, you know, smaller waves that hit us. So, you know, as long as you have the right fundamentals down and you're approaching it the right way and you're, you're kind of being systematic about it, not just trying to time the market from that perspective, I think um, you're coming into it with the right mindset. And I think that's, that's the way I would recommend approaching 2021 as well. So, yeah, I mean, we're not going to do anything differently. I mean, we're st we still have a marketing budget. We're still driving for dollars. You know, we're still cold calling people. We do some a little bit of direct mail from time to time. Um, we turned our radio ads off in, I guess it was maybe late October. And we were talking about maybe circling back to try and some new strategies with that come, you know, come January or yeah, maybe we're, even February. We're, we're pretty concerned hurry with it but yeah consistent on that as well though seasonally so a lot of times mm -hmm. around the holiday seasons the ad prices go up and there's more yeah, people yeah. doing it so we said hey we'll back off again mm -hmm. uh but yeah i think it's just a yeah i think a, being part of a linear market it's easier to set yourself up for the long haul and just literally just keep trudging along mm -hmm. unfortunately mm -hmm. it's not that sexy high and low like we talked about that you hear in the national stuff i i consider them leading indicators so when we see that there's a crash, that means, hey, maybe we kind of slow down some of our flip activities or get out of those higher dollar uh, riskier flip activities. Uh, maybe try to get more of our properties refinanced and slow down on the acquisition mode.
but until then it's still uh i'd say foot on the gas mm -hmm. yeah did they just approve a new stimulus today i think i saw something this morning they're going yeah they're still talking about it i think it's uh it's hitting the senate or something today so just gonna wait uh wait and see where that goes okay, okay. yes sir cool mm -hmm. yeah i mean i i think like going into the year like you said you know you've got a couple of different marketing channels you can be exploring i think no matter what each market's going to be a little bit different like you're going to have some markets where just you know uh uh uh, you know, direct mail might respond better than others. You have, you'll have some markets that, you know, your online, your your inbound leads will be will be more effective. Um, you've got, you know, everything from that to literally door knocking to radio to all these different marketing channels. No matter what, I'd say approach it with kind of a almost a marketer's mindset of trying out a bunch of different stuff and then making sure you're measuring what's working. So, you know, making sure you have the right calls to action on each of these different marketing channels that you can track and see, oh, this came from the radio ad, or this came from um, you know, a Facebook ad, or this came from a direct mail piece, or you you can really kind of attribute uh, where these leads are coming from and just adapt accordingly. Cause I, I you know, I I think each different market's gonna have competitors who, you know, various local real estate or real estate investors that try different things. And you might be in a market where everyone, where more people are trying out direct mail or more people are trying out cold calling, more people trying out texting, more people are trying out these various things. And where there's less competition, you're gonna have more of an ability to win. Like I think um, within Deal Machine specifically, we built it out just for uh, direct mail pieces to start with, like just to make it really easy to send mailers. And then we added in skip tracing so that way you could call people and text them. You know, we're gonna have, um, uh, you know, that you, know, you can look at email as another another option within that skip tracing, uh, you know, uh, marketing channel. So I think like we wanna make it easier for you kind of diversify your different marketing channels and try out multiple things and see what's working. But in the end, it's about kind of testing and making sure you have the right systems in place to know which tests are working and which aren't. I agree. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So as far as, I mean, 2021 goes, I know that, so Matt, your, your uh, deal machine is, is national. So mm -hmm. obviously you say, you know, you got to kind of trial and error with marketing. Yeah. Uh, how do you see, um, you know, all this, this low inventory and all this stuff mm -hmm. in the market uh, affecting real estate investors and what their strategy should be and how they yeah. would use deal machine or, you know, mm -hmm. other marketing um in their business i mean what's the what's the right course right now i mean what should we what should we be doing yeah i mean i do think like it is getting like you said the uh or like we talked about the inventory is is so low that there is a lot of competition out there it's something where investors will have to step up their game when it comes to lead generation and it comes to to doing these marketing activities to bring in deals. So um, everything we're building out and we're helping people uh, you know, with is focused on how do they take their lead generation to the next level. Um, I think you've got a couple different options there. You've got um, increasing the number of marketing channels you're doing is one option. Like you've got, like you talked about radio, you know, door knocking all the way to, to direct mail, to, um, you know, to, to uh, texting, calling, like, you know, variety of marketing channels that you can test out. So that's one, one thing you can change is just doing different marketing channels. Um, another thing would be to ramp up to just the number of leads you're getting, you're, you're uh, putting into your system. 
um, a big part of that would be uh, for us, like we still think that driving for dollars, like from an ROI perspective, best bang for your buck is is getting out there and like looking for those hidden gems, those, you know, diamonds in the rough that you can't just pull from a list, but that you have to actually physically validate with your eyes and find. So, you know, if you're able to drive and how you scale that is hire a driving team to get out there for you and be out there and be deal finders. You know, we make it easy within the deal machine app, but just in general, like hiring bird dogs that can get out there and look for deals and be able to, to point, point these out to you and build a list for you. So that way you're not just doing it yourself, but you're hiring other people to do it for you. Like that's the way to scale that strategy. That's the way to hit the, the number of leads you're going to need to hit with that you're within 2021 and in a, in a more competitive market, that's harder to find inventory like this. So I think diversifying your, your marketing channels and then just ramping up the number of leads you're doing uh, or that you're hitting is where I'd recommend beginning. And then um, on the marketing side too, if you can automate as much of that stuff as possible, like if you can, you know, set it and forget it with these, uh, you know, email drip campaigns or with a uh, campaign through the deal machine app, uh, we have the the mailers campaigns, like you can set it and forget it with mailers or, you know, hire out a, you know, somebody to do cold calling for you or, you know, these other different things that you can outsource and automate. That's how you're going to be able to hit those lead numbers that you need to hit in order to find deals just because it is so competitive and there is, you know, the least amount of inventory out there possible uh, you know, that we've seen. <laughs> I like, I like that, man. I think that's good. Um, that's something we haven't done internally is built out a little, uh, like a driving team mm-hmm. and we should probably start working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, can you kind of share some, some of your yeah, the successes or how, yeah, how, how you start for that? about that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not kind of putting you on the spot there, but, yeah. That's, uh, if you if you've got any insight in that, I'd love to hear a little bit more about building out a driving. Yeah. Team so take take out notes. Take a little. Take out a pencil here. Uh, yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, um, you know, there's kind of a, there's a couple of phases. So you've got like recruiting to begin with. Like, how do you even find them? Mm-hmm. Um, training them up. So how do you get them prepared to go out there and do it? And then managing them. So how do you even like how do you know where they're going? How do you do that properly? Um, Within Deal Machine, I know how we think about it um, for, from a training perspective, like, uh, you know, basically, uh, or a recruiting perspective to start with, basically, our end goal is to say, okay, how do you find the people who are already out there driving? Like, there are just so many different delivery drivers, there's so many different Uber and Lyft and, you know, Instacart and DoorDash and, and all these different, you know, things in general that people are out there driving constantly. So if you can get in front of those people, that's a great, like easy sell to start with is just say, Hey, while you're already out there, you know, giving people Uber rides or whatever it might be, um, you know, in between your rides, drive, you know, look for dollars, look for deals for me. Like you whip out the deal machine app, start driving around, taking pictures of a couple of a couple different properties. And you can usually get people to tack on a couple hours a week, just starting like that. Um, and that that's kind of the lowest hanging fruit that we've seen is, is kind of looking for drivers like that. It's, they're not as reliable long-term I would say, but it's a great place to start looking for drivers. Um, also you'd probably be shocked by if you post on Facebook or just any kind of, you know, uh, personal text or whatever it might be to your own network and say, Hey, who wants to make a couple extra bucks by driving five hours a week, 10 hours a week for me? Like there are probably people who, uh, would be up for that. And maybe if you can pitch them and say, Hey, I'll show you how, how I'm evaluating the deal. I'll show you 
kind of the ins and outs of what I'm doing when it comes to this actual, you know, uh, analyzing this particular property, um, you can pitch them that mentoring route. So that way, if they're new to real estate or if they want to get into real estate investing, they'll, they, you know, that's an amazing way for them to learn. Like that's invaluable experience for them. And, and plus you're getting deals out of it too. So um, I'd say like to start with the most casual places to go or just your personal network, pitching it is a mentorship opportunity. And then, you know, posting uh, online within various groups on social media or, you know, uh, where you see drivers, uh, you know, uh, hanging out online. Like you can search part-time jobs in St. Louis on, on Facebook and easily find plenty of groups like that where you can start posting about it there. Um, we have plenty of new members too, who will literally print out a flyer on their and put it on their door. So that way when they have like Amazon drivers dropping off stuff or any driver that comes to their door, um, just cause we're getting so many things delivered nowadays. Like that's a great opportunity to say, Hey, if you want to make more part-time, you know, income, like drive for me a couple hours a week, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to pitch them that way. So I think from a recruiting perspective, you can kind of start there. Um, when you really want to ramp up, uh, you've got our, um, our enterprise plan is built for that. So like you can do, it's like up to 300 drivers through our enterprise plan. So um, that actually comes with a landing page. It's a link to that pitches the idea of being a driver uh, for you. So you can easily post that online with on Indeed or Craigslist or any, any kind of like job board. And it'll pitch people on the idea of driving in your market up to full time if, if you're able to support that. So um, you know, that's kind of our enterprise plan helps from a, mm -hmm. from a recruiting perspective like that. So, um, that's kind of cool. where I think to start. Yeah. So you talked about kind of recruiting. Um, then you said, what was the next step is yeah, kind of, like um, yeah, bringing them up to speed. So I think, um, you know, once you've found people like that, I think, uh, the training portion, you know, one, we'd highly recommend always having, uh, a group of people come in at the same time. So like, if you can find, you know, um, five drive, have five people who are interested in driving for you and give all of them the assignment of saying, Hey, I'll pay you 20 bucks, put in 20 properties into my deal machine or, you know, write down 20 properties that you find. And, um, um, you know, this will be kind of like a trial run. Essentially, you'll pretty quickly see who's most motivated to get out there and do this and do it well and put in qualified leads and all that stuff. Like that'll become pretty obvious where you can pick one or two drivers out of those five. So I'd always recommend kind of going into it with a little trial run like that. Um, outside of that too, uh, the training portion, um, if you're on our like seven or eight videos that are just uh, fed to them that teach them how to drive for dollars, you know, what to look for, you know, for a distressed property and, you know, what, uh, um, you know, really kind of the basics of how to use deal machine and how to find great deals for you. So we try to make that really easy for you too, through the app. But, um, you know, the idea behind it being like, Hey, you know, we want to give it so that all you have to do is just add their email to your team within deal machine. And then the app does the rest for you. So, um, you know, I think kind of a combination of a little bit of one-on-one -on -one training yourself, if you've driven yourself, uh, you know, if you are used to driving for dollars and then also giving, uh, you know, uh, giving them a trial run or having deal machine train them up for you, I'd say like all those things are going to help set them up for success. So sweet. And then what about like managing? Um, I mean, there's, there's kind of a couple yeah. different things. I mean, like you said, some people are just going to fall and aren't going to be motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but the ones who are, I mean, what's, what's the, uh, the management best practices and like compensation best practices around, 
mm-hmm. what people are doing. Um, I mean, what keeps people motivated? Is it paying per lead that they enter? Or is it because uh, I don't know if that, that yeah, yeah that's a great that's a great question. Is, how how are you how are people that are having success? How are they compensating their drivers? Are they paying them mm-hmm. hourly? Are they paying them per lead? Are they bonusing them when they do deals? Yeah, you know, right. what's what's working? So those are what you just touched on. Those are really like the three factors that we see. Like it's a combination of those things. I think the long-term people who stick around for a long time and see it as a real job, um, they're usually paid hourly and then have a bonus on top of that of like X per per property or per closed property or per closed deal. So they kind of have a performance bonus, but their their main compensation is the like how many hours you drive for me. Um, it, it depends on what state you're in too. You got to be careful on like the laws around, you know, how to compensate uh, bird dogs in general. Also make sure to do your, your research there. Um, I know it's a little more, um, it, but I think in general, like if it's a, if it's a full time, it's somebody who's really committed, I'd say, you know, doing some kind of really consistent hourly pay is really important. If it's more like, Hey, I'll, you know, a couple hours a week here and there, um, doing the pay per property method or pay per close property. If they're, uh, you know, the pay per close property, I'd say that's only if you're really pitching that mentorship route with them and you're saying, yeah, I'll show you how I'm doing this. And, you know, if you, if I close one, I'll pay you a thousand bucks or 500 bucks or whatever it is. Um, like, I think that route could work if you're really have a, a really good relationship with them. Otherwise I'd recommend going the hourly and, or, you know, per property added route. So cool. the common theme that I keep hearing over and over is that you should probably be paying these people. Hey, wake up, everybody. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think um, definitely you want to pay them for the right stuff. Like the qual- like quality properties uh, really matters. Like, you know, you don't want to just have them run down the street and take a picture of everything and then say, hey, pay me a hundred bucks. I put in a hundred properties, you know? Um, but if you, uh, that's why through the deal machine app, we've really built it. So that way you can add them as a deal finder within the app, which means they only have access to adding to your list. Then you have to go in and approve the property and start marketing them to yourself. So they can't spend any of your marketing budget. And also uh, at that point, you can really find out, is this a qualified lead or not? And, you know, pay them accordingly, you know, so that way they, they're doing the right stuff. <laughs> yeah. I like that, that you have the ability to approve it or not, you know, so mm-hmm. add it in there. It's not, it's not added into, to all of the, the, the campaigns automatically, you know, because mm-hmm. again, some of these people that, that, you know, you may hire or we may hire, you know, they may not, you know, they may not be putting in rock solid leads out the gate. You know, it may take a little bit of training. So, Mm-hmm. The ability to kind of weed through them and, and so, say some of these are good and some of them aren't. Yeah. So the cool. deal finders, then when they go back in, can they see which ones were approved and which ones were rejected or not approved or whatever? Yeah. And when it comes to managing them too, they can see, uh, you know, in, in general, you can see like the routes they've driven, properties added versus, you know, versus approved. Uh, when you close a deal, you can see which driver that came from to see which drivers are really doing well. Um, so yeah. So like from a management perspective, I would say, yeah, you want to see, who's performing, what's working, and then try to, you know, train up the rest of your drivers to do what they're doing. Um, and then the route tracking feature is really, that's, that's a big one for figuring out, okay, you know, we don't want to duplicate our efforts anywhere. You go to this neighborhood, mm-hmm. you go here, you go here. So you can really can kind of, uh, you know, quarterback all of it from, uh, from the technology like that. Yeah. 
Well, this is great, Matt. I'm really looking forward to you building a team for us in 2021. <laughs> and yeah, this is, right. this is really exciting. I can't believe you volunteered to do it. And <laughs> we're really happy that uh, you're going to head it up for us. So I'm here to help you guys. Yeah, sure. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Everyone listening heard it. So Matt is on board. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to put some. Oh, uh, yikes. Uh, yeah, you'll run that back. I'm out. thinking five to ten drivers to start should be good. Yeah, I think that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's get the whole city driving for you. Yeah, it's yeah no, no worries. Uh, I'm in town. That helps. Um, but but yeah, man, I, I think like 2021, uh, I agree. You're going to really have to step up your game on on finding leads because there isn't much out there, uh, you know, that that's on the market. And when they are, it's extremely competitive. So, I, you know, being able to do things like outsourcing to drive it, you know, have a team or automated. So you're sending in postcards all the time or, you know, uh, say just saving time in any way you possibly can to get that lead number up per month that you're doing. Um, that's going to set you up for success next year. I love it. Sweet. Well, guys, I think that's a, I mean, that's a pretty good, uh, way to end it. I think, uh, we talked about 2021. We know that we're going to have to up our game, uh, in marketing because it's still a pretty competitive market. Uh, so yeah, building out a team is probably the way to go as far as, uh, working with, uh, with deal machine in particular. So we always know that building our own list is, is better than, you know, just the ones that everybody can buy and deal machine is allowing us to do that with the, uh, the deal finders. So that uh, really is some pretty good advice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and make sure if you guys do any kind of trial or anything like that, make sure to go through your link um, just because then they'll get hooked up with what, you know, deal credits and, and free stuff that they wouldn't get otherwise. But um, feel free to use uh, just Matt at deal machine is my email and Matt at deal machine.com. Um, feel free to use me as a resource. If you're looking for help on, on, you know, hiring a driving team and things like that, I can point you in the right direction internally that to, to help you get coached up on how to do that. So. Hey, I love it. Sweet. I love it. That's cool. awesome. Yeah, we'll throw a link in the show notes and all that. And uh, yeah, Matt, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you coming on again. We look forward yeah. to chatting with you again. Always. Uh, once you've got a couple of those drivers on our team for us. <laughs> I'll get to work. All right. Thanks, guys, man. <laughs> That's right. Hey, guys, don't forget to, to go download Deal Machine. You get a seven-day free trial. And Matt, how many free skip traces are they are, are you guys giving out right now with, uh, with the use of our coupon code? I believe I believe it's fifteen dollars worth, which would be uh, basically a hundred free skip traces. A little, a little over a hundred, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred free skip. So it's a hundred free conversations, basically. For I love that. That is yeah. awesome, guys. Good. Use code podcast P O D C A S T. That's pretty easy to remember. Use code podcast. You are going to get a seven day free trial and 100 free skip traces. That is a deal. I love it. There we go. Make it easy for you to take action and get out there and, uh, you know, make things happen. That's what's up. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming on today. As always, we appreciate your time. We're grateful for you, my friend. We're grateful for the ability to to have deal machine app at our fingertips to help us, you know, drive home more and more deals every single week. And that's it. That's all I got, man. I'm, I'm a loss of words. Today. I love it. Let's build a team, <laughs> man. Let's build a team. Thanks so much, man. All right, man. Thanks buddy. Have a great day, Ben. Appreciate it guys. Thanks for listening to the discount property investor podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.